listening to a podcast from Light FM. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning! And all this week, we are celebrating a bountiful harvest in conjunction with the harvest festivals of Gawai and Kaamatan. We caught up with a Dayak group from Sabah and Sarawak that recently made waves by boarding a flight from Kuching to KL in traditional Sirat attire. We spoke to three members of the group, Peter John Jaban, Jackery Hillary and Timothy Jaga on the importance of keeping Bornean traditions and culture alive. So let's start by telling us about your heritage and the traditions since childhood that you've held close to your heart till this day. As for me, okay, I was um, brought up in uh, the city actually. Of course, my parents normally take us back home to the longhouse and our parents always wanted us to learn about our culture and costume and the lifestyle in the longhouse. So that's where we started to learn and our parents said that um, you must learn how difficult it was in the olden days so from there we started to learn and we started to love our own culture and we believe that uh, knowing our own culture is very important despite living in this modern world okay now tell us more about the traditional attire of the dayak community what is the significance of the sirat Sirat, or we call it loincloth. Our ancestors wear sirats in their daily life, and that is the most uh, traditional clothes they have during the olden days, lah. Yeah. So talking about sirat, yes. In the olden days, uh, we, you know, our great great grandparents in the olden days, we don't have any. Clothes uh, that was way back in the 16th or 17th centuries, you know. So they use tree bugs, you know, from the tree or leaves or whatever. So as years goes by, you know, the transformation of culture, and um, here comes the British, the Spanish, you know, they came. So we started to have clothes from India and all these places. And the Iban start doing weaving, you know. So they learn weaving from, from those who came, you know, from abroad. So they learn weaving and then they, the design of the Pokumbu or the Sirat is normally from their dreams. So they have some motifs there, maybe dragon, maybe let's say this lady dream of a snake or a tall man, you know. So she will do the same thing you know same design so i believe that the younger generation should know or should learn about their own culture uh, so that uh, we will remember uh, our ancestors or history interesting so is this still practice you're inspired by dreams Yes, uh, some some are still inspired by dreams. You see, it all depends how you see. But but wearing sirat is our daily daily thing. You see, uh, during the olden days, yeah. that's our grand grandparents. But as for us now, you see, it's only one during festive seasons and during special ceremonies yeah. and some or special events that what we are doing now actually, you know, yes. it's for events or or occasions. So you actually led that initial group that flew from Kuching to KL in traditional Sirat attire. And since then, you've done it multiple times. And the group has been getting bigger and bigger with like 90 over people in that last one, right? Tell us what sparked this idea. When you talk about uh, promoting our own culture, I think that's the best way. Because I don't think 
it has been done by others you see mm-hmm. so this is not the first time that we are flying on uh, uh, wearing our sirat or loin cloth this is not our first time we started last year in 2022 uh, we started with 72 of us flying from Miri Sarawak to Kota Kinabalu and we receive a lot of good comments you see and most of the people our own people are very proud of it and even our ministers are also proud of it and we get a lot of supports from uh, our own people and some chinese and some you know other races actually so as from there uh, and then we move on and then we started to um, uh, promote our own culture promote the sirat by going across the border uh, going to indonesia uh, in kalimantan so the event also went viral mm. so looks like hey man we are doing quite well so and we decided to go on uh, an aircraft again to kuala lumpur and here here we are we are here and how many of you went on this flight Apparently, uh, there are about 128 of us, but unfortunately, the last minute, uh, some could not turn up, but only 103 of us boarding AAsia uh, bounds for Kuala Lumpur. Do you have people coming up to you, asking you to take pictures, anything interesting like that? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, even while at the airport yes. itself, oh, you can see a lot of people taking pictures, selfie, yes. and you know, I just can't believe it. You know, yeah. You feel like a superstar. Eh? Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The group uh, is is like superstar. You know, like everyone start taking pictures, and yes. it started when uh, go viral. You know, it went viral after that. <laughs> That's amazing. Tell us why, in your opinion, it's so important to raise the awareness of the culture of Borneo. Ha, ah, this is very important. Okay, now, we Malaysian, and uh, not only Malaysian, but people around the world, not many people know about the people, the indigenous people of uh, Sabah and Sarawak, or I can say in Borneo. Borneo is the third largest island in the world, and uh, we are part of Malaysia, and uh, there are three nations or three countries in the island, Indonesia, Okay, Kalimantan, Sarawak, actually, which is actually a country, okay, by itself, and then uh, Sabah, and then Brunei, so four, four nations, actually. So, not many people knows about this, actually. When Malaysia was formed in 1963, Kalimantan or Indonesia, they have their own, what we call, Kerajaan, yeah? And uh, Sabah and Sarawak joined or formed Malaysia together with Malaya, but Brunei refused and Sabah also, uh, Singapore also refused. Not many West Malaysian knows about Sabah and Sarawak. So that is part of the reason why we are promoting uh, our culture to Malaya or West Malaysia. In the olden days, we call it Malaya and now it's called West Malaysia or Semenanjung Malaysia or uh, yeah, Semenanjung Malaysia. Yeah, But we want people to know that we, the indigenous people, of Sabah and Sarawak is still around and we exist and we believe that we are also Malaysians. We are part of Malaysia. So we want to tell the world, we want to tell the people in West Malaysia that we are also Malaysian and we are part of Malaysia.
That's so well said and you're definitely succeeding in doing that even like right now. So you've already been doing an amazing job raising awareness uh, about Bornean heritage and culture. What are your plans to raise even more awareness going forward? This is a very nice or very interesting question, yes. So we have plans actually, you know, and we hope that the government or the ministry or any uh, big companies will come and support us, uh, maybe Asia or maybe Malaysia Airlines. But for now, to be honest with you, we are self-funded. You know, we are self-funded. So, no one is funding us. So, most of the people who are coming with me, we bought our A ticket in advance, three or four months in advance. So, we, we, we plan, you know, okay, let's go to this place on this date, on this time. Let's book a flight to this destination. Let's buy the ticket now. It's only 79 ringgit. Wow. So, all of us, we go on a... WhatsApp group, hey, let's go to this place together, you know. So everyone was, you know, will buy tickets and let's use our traditional costume to this destination. So it happened. When when people ask me, how do you organize this? I said, it's, we organize this spontaneously and we plan. And people also ask, do you receive any funding from any uh, ministry? I said, no. You know, we just keep keep the ministry informed that we are going to this destination. We also wrote many letters to the police, you know, to keep them informed and other ministries or other authorities, immigration and customs. Did you wear what you're wearing now on the plane? Not <laughs> only wearing this, but we are topless, to be honest, yeah, and barefooted. And we were allowed to dance and do our performance in flight, not yeah. only wearing the headgear. But we wear our traditional costume all the way from Kuching to Kuala Lumpur. And when we arrive in Kuala Lumpur International Airport, we were received by the operation manager of AirAsia and we were brought to AirAsia uh, uh, headquarters and we were treated, wow, I can't believe it, you know, we were, uh, we were treated pretty well. We were given uh, refreshment, food and such, you know. So, of course, yeah, that's, that's the reason why we are wearing this in the aircraft. Otherwise, there w wouldn't be any impact, you see. So, yeah, we wear our feathers, we put on our sirat and barefooted all the way. We have learned so much from you today. So, is there a message you'd like to share with Malaysians as we celebrate Keamatan and Gawai? Whoa! Gayu Guru Gerai Nyamai Lantang Senang Nguan Menua Selamat Hari Gawai Gayu Guru Gerai Nyamai Selamat Hari Gawai Dan Selamat Hari Keamatan Sabah Onsoy Sabah Onsoy Alright Very nice Thank you again to Peter John Jaban Jackery Hillary And Timothy Jaga For sharing with us The importance of Keeping Bornean traditions And culture alive You can find out more And listen to that whole interview Again on the Light Breakfast Podcast That's on the Shock app You've been listening To a Light FM podcast On Shock That's S-Y-O-K